I'm ready to fuck this guy. And I'm ready to accept it. You got pretty eyes, motherfucker. You got pretty eyes. Gary, um, you've made a lot of money in NFTs. And I've lost a lot of money in crypto. Really? Yeah. Makes sense. Thank based you. on our talents. Thank you. Start off hot. Coming in hot. Uh, explain to me why NFTs aren't bullshit. Mm. Um, they aren't bullshit because a lot of the activity, let's actually ask why did you ask that question? Yes. It's because when new things come along, there's an incredible opportunity for bullshit. Okay. When things are that is very complicated and hard to understand, it creates an opportunity for hucksters to take advantage. Mm. Uh, and there's all versions of hucksters. We have the in Instagram, social media, club promotion, entrepreneur huckster of this generation now that is very prominent NFTs. When internet was the last time we saw this big of technology happen, the hucksters were actually Harvard Business School, Wall Street, uh, Madison Avenue established executives. And, and ironically, and this is important, I actually don't think that every one of them understands that they're doing bullshit behavior. Here's what happens in a gold rush. Mm. Gold rush behavior. Mm. The reason it's mm. bullshit is people see the money and it's so big that consciously or subconsciously, they don't even realize they're doing bullshit. For example, there are absolutely people who've launched a 10,000 PFP project, copying Bored Ape, copying VFriends, copying CryptoPunks, who literally are sitting in their room right now and think that they are remarkable artists, that they are incredibly good, Talk that, shit. that they're gonna build the next Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> mm. They're completely confident. Mm. They're gonna launch it, it's gonna sell, a bunch of fucking people are gonna buy a squirrel with a taco up its ass for $4,000 as a image. Mm -hmm. I, it's I not a JPEG. Already on that. It's not a JPEG. <laughs> You're on that, right? Yeah. It's not a JPEG because it's not on the internet. It's an NFT because it's on the blockchain. Lots of people got jokes in the comments and social Yeah. completely based on the fact that they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah. And the it's problem- not, It's not a JPEG? It's not a JPEG. It is also a JPEG. <laughs> it, for you, for every- You know what for, I'm saying? Of course I do. Like for a rectangle is a square or whatever that is. Most people, correct. <laughs> oh, most people see One it. or the other, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, uh, square's a rectangle, yeah. rectangle's a square. You know what I mean? We're talking yeah. about NFTs here. Rectangle's yeah. not a square. Yeah, yeah. Just, really. The, okay. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he just regretted it. No, 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 I'm locked in. I'm locked in, Schultz. Remember how you said He looked, he's like, how could I get out now? I can't. Remember how you said you're an effective communicator? Not us. Yeah. You guys are remarkable okay. communicators. Okay. Pure escapism, entertainment, yeah. grounded in intellect. Just called us stupid. I did pick up on that. Grounded, oh, okay. grounded, grounded in intellect. Grounded in intellect. Grounded in intellect. All right. All thank right. you. Right. It's true. Got okay. insecure. Uh, this is why. This is how you're winning. Um, you were, I understand. No, I, I you know were where pretending I'm going. I'm to look, know I'm how looking, NFTs. I'm looking at Liquid Death <laughs> because I have a comp on what Liquid Death did in its category. Yeah. Like. 50 years ago, somebody rolled up on other people and said, I'm gonna sell water, and water was free in the faucet, and everyone laughed the fuck out of them. Mm, yeah. It was the stupidest idea yeah, of all yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. In 1957, yeah. 62, somebody said, I'm gonna sell bottled water, I'm gonna charge for water, mm -hmm. and every fucking person on earth said, you're a fucking idiot, mm. it's free out of everyone's faucet. 
Isn't that just people in like the first world where it's clean? Oh my god! Like yes. in the third yes. world, like yes. selling water was the <laughs> shit. Yeah. Right? Or, it was like or clean my water. In reverse, while we take a public service announcement, everyone yeah. should go to charity water and donate a couple of bucks because yeah. there's still 850 million people on fucking Earth that don't have access to clean water. But do they have NFTs? They probably don't. <laughs> Maybe we should give them NFTs. Maybe that's how you solve the problem. Maybe we give them both. Okay. Oh. You know, the world likes to think in or. I like to think it ant. Ooh. Wow. We're dropping times here. I'm feeling fresh. I'm feeling fresh. I haven't done a podcast in a minute. I'm feeling fresh. I'm ready to fuck this guy. I'm ready to accept it. You got pretty eyes, motherfucker. You got pretty eyes. All right. So listen. That's dope. But that's how you start a threesome. It's not. It's not or, baby. It's not That's NFT. Yeah, listen. People take these sentences and use them in different ways. Yeah, we are. Listen. I think that I understand why people think it's a JPEG. Everyone's bringing their internet brain yeah. to the blockchain, just like everybody brought their real world brain, real world brain to the internet in 1996, which is why people didn't see it. When I launched WineLibrary.com for my dad, everybody told me nobody would buy anything on the internet. I told them people were gonna buy wine on the internet. When we got into debates, I told them people were gonna buy tomatoes on the internet, which for some reason in the 90s set people off because everybody thought you had to touch tomatoes in the market and then Fresh Direct did its thing. Boom. So, I think that people are struggling because they don't know what they're talking about. Yes. When a JPEG on the internet is not owned by anything because it's it's centralized, thus you don't own it. On the blockchain, it's decentralized. The ledger shows that you own it and that JPEG slash NFT can do shit. Mm. What it does is based on the execution. Liquid death in a remarkably crowded market of bottled beverage hit in the last seven years. Yeah. 99% of the liquid death decks that came through my inbox to invest in go to zero. One mm. percent hit. Ninety-nine percent of streetwear brands don't hit. Kith hit. Like ninety-nine percent of NFT projects are gonna be garbage. Mm. Do you know how many Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle attempts there's been? Forty billion. But that one hit. Right. Marvel hit. Batman hit. But there's a fuckload of shit that didn't. It took fucking Black Panther 40 years to hit. So it's not NFTs, it's CryptoPunks or Bored Apes that Bingo. are good. Bingo. NFTs in the macro are 100%. The technology's too big. The individual projects within them? Yes. It's Most like, will fail. It's like saying social media doesn't work. No, it doesn't work for you because you're not charismatic, smart, or attractive. Got mm. you. Yeah. Mm. But awesome. it works. Talk that shit. <laughs> yeah. NFT projects are gonna fail at length, but I'm gonna build one of the biggest ones of all time. God damn. V friends. Again? V friends. Yes. Now, is it that they're buying the little characters or are they really buying your time? Both. And only a couple. Only one percent. <laughs> Who wants the fucking character when they can have this? Only one percent. And you gonna talk to them like you talk to Ankar? <laughs> <laughs> talk to me nice. Listen, in a, you give me enough Ethereum. You know? <laughs> Yo, what is your OnlyFans price? Uh, listen, OnlyFans is just the acceleration of my hyperthesis on why the blockchain is gonna win. NFTs are gonna create things that we can't think of. The internet came along, right? Hardcore 95, 96. Everybody called it the information superhighway. The yeah. first, inter, you know, a lot, almost everybody in this room now is too young. But like I was, I, I got, remember it. I got I through high that. school without the internet. Through yeah, high school. I did not. Right, so I lived my life 
before the internet came along. When the internet first hit, everyone's like, it's good for information. I was like, I'm a terrible student. I don't need to go to the library anyway. Yeah. They're yeah. like, oh, it's better than going to the library. I'm like, I don't go to the library anyway, so it gives yeah. a fuck. Yeah. Then I started saying, wait a minute, it's evolving. What's this America online shit? Mm. You could chat, age, sex, location for some of the 45 mm -hmm. year olds. You remember that mm -hmm. ASL, ASL life? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, so it started to evolve. And I remember in 97 telling my friends, I'm like, I think people are gonna, people are gonna hook up because of, you know, because we're in college, I'm like, people are gonna hook up through this thing. And, and like, online dating in 2000 as a brand was a 487 pound dude living in his mom's basement. Mm. That's how, when anybody in 2000 said online dating, everyone's like, gross. Yo, there was a yeah. stigma to it. Yeah, there was. Do you guys remember stigma. this? Yeah. Like you were embarrassed to say how you met, if yeah. you met 100%. online. 100%. And now, if you met in person, it's, it's the first per first thing you say. Like, whoa. Yo, yeah, we met old school. It was actually at a bar. Like, at a walk. bar? Yeah. yeah. Like, like, that's crazy. Like, yeah. like you why? Guys it's yeah. less efficient. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't seem as strategic. Yeah. It seems like a waste of time. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But so, it's exciting, and, and, dude. Yeah, it's, it's yes, the fun one. It's exciting if yeah. you've got game. Yeah. yeah. And if you don't really have game. It's really not exciting if you oh don't. But it's more exciting if you don't. Yeah. No, the stakes are that much higher. Yeah. No, dude, yeah, you're, you're you scared. Know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, dude, you're scared. Your fear is you're on top of the half pipe. It could work. People could don't like fall. fear. The reason everyone is acting the way the world works now is 98% of people are addicted to fear. Mm. Addicted to fear? Fear. Fear is the currency of our society right now. The reason everyone's pointing fingers and talking shit 24-7, 365 mm. is fear. Okay. It's insecurity. Oh, fear of like not being paid attention to. Just the whole fucking macro game. Like someone scared them, so now they're scared. They're scared. The world is so simple. It is truly simple. If your framework in life is negativity, insecurity, and fear, you will be mean. Mm. If it's positivity, optimism, and lack of fear, you will be nice. Mm. And then you have everything in between. The end. Okay. And it is the currency of why we have political unrest, why we have so much trolling and hate on social. We are, the world unfortunately is a byproduct of parenting. Mm -hmm. And the current eight, you know, 15 to 30 year olds had the impact of mass prosperity. What mass prosperity in the world did was allowed parents to worry about dumb shit like making sure their kid got a fifth place trophy. Mm. And yeah. when the world's fucked up, and everyone's working, or there's a war, or there's poverty at scale, or the Great Depression, parents aren't even going to their kids' game. Yeah, here comes that USSR. We need war. We're gonna correct society. Yo, Loki, are you a fucking spy? Dude? Yeah. Dude, this guy's a yeah. spy. Yeah. This He's is super spy. deep state, three years old. Mm -hmm. This I is like Black Widow shit. No, I, they really taught me. <laughs> really? I knew what I was coming here to do. I mean, <laughs> it's working. I'm on yeah. whatever side you're on, I think. Yeah, I get it. I, listen, I'm I, still not convinced about the NFT things because I think the value is more your time for your NFTs. Only because you're not educated. Mm. Dumbass guy. Yeah. What a stupid motherfucker. What an easy you answer. Yeah. You just but said fucking idiot in a nice way. I'll tell you why. That's not this cool. This is what he does not realize. Yeah. You repackage things beautifully. What you said about fear being the, the currency, I would have yeah. said the same thing about convenience. You said it so much more poetically. Yeah. I appreciate that. Stop complimenting him after he fucking ripped me. <laughs> that's, that's, why, that's why Who's I'm team are you him? on? This is what they do. They divide and conquer. <laughs> it's fucking Facebook ads. Hey, you and your fucking Facebook ads. He's making America great again. Yes. I love, I love how everyone's like so focused on Facebook ads. Now that Facebook's declining so rapidly that the only person that you know on it is 86 years old, 
Are we? What are we gonna blame now? What did Facebook Ooh. do? Wow. To you? What are we gonna blame now? What are we gonna blame now? This is a very macro conversation. Yeah. The lack of accountability okay. in our society yes. is staggering. Mm. Okay. It is. Sta you want to be happy? Just blame yourself for everything. Then you feel you're in control. Then you could fix it, and life is awesome. You want to be upset? Blame Mark Zuckerberg. Mm. Well, can we blame Mark Zuckerberg for anything? We are. Oh. It's awfully justifiably. Popular. Depends on how you see the world. Mm. I don't think Facebook made me a bad person. I think I was a bad person. Mm. I don't think Facebook made, you know what I mean? Like yeah, this yeah. complete, Facebook made me a racist. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. But what about like, like a pharmaceutical <laughs> company that like puts out like fentanyl and shit like that? Is that bad? Yeah, I just, I hate all of pharma, so yes. Okay. I'm undereducated. I'm now doing what you did to my project. Nah, yeah. But like, here's the answer. It's so yes. fucking idiot. It's yes. so fun. Pharma, yes. It's, it's actually funny. Uh, no, no, friend can of tell mine me said, why I'm uneducated about this thing. Well, because my, for example, my project, only less than 1% of the tokens were access to me. Mm -hmm. So what about the other 99%? You're paying for the chance million? to get that access, though. In it's my a raffle. World, in, no, 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 there is no raffle. It's a raffle. Well, that's <laughs> <laughs> Talk that shit pretty eyes. Yeah. 1% of people get access to your time, right? Is it is it the people who pay the highest price or is it randomized? Any 1% could get it. Because if it's any 1%, which was my understanding, layman, then it's a raffle. That is correct. And if it was any 1%, it would be a raffle. So who Unfortunately gets it? The for people you, who pay the in most? this moment yeah. on film, yeah. is v Oh no, I look stupid on camera. <laughs> <laughs> that never happened yeah, yeah, before. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, boy. <laughs> oh, about shit, fire. Unfortunately for you, you look brilliant here. We're going to edit around it. My, my it. project was very unusual in the fact that it was a Dutch auction, prices declining, and you knew what you were buying. Mm. So it wasn't, people weren't buying for the hope of me. Yeah. They were buying characters for two reasons. One, it was a ticket to a three-year conference. So that's time so with you? For me, well, it's not really, you know, you can, sure, I will be on for 12 yeah, yeah, minutes yeah, of the yeah, eight yeah, hours. Yeah, yeah, on camera. But, yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, Keep thanks, going. man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, stop, Don't you feel stop. bad? You were like killing him, but he had your back. That's wow. what we do. Yeah, this is what we do. Okay, you it. never know whose side we're on. Got I can it. start speaking this fucking guys, Russian to you right now, dude. Show me, show me. Doctor, <laughs> <laughs> I was about to go crazy. Yeah, that I, think, I think I think You know what's funny? Let me break down why I think people should consider NFT projects in a world where they're very good people. Yes, and they are undereducated. Let me tell you why I did. So I I go hard over a year ago, mm. and all my friends that really know me hit me up, and they're like, "Damn, you've been so thoughtful to like not fuck your shit up." Yeah the fuck are you doing this for? This feels like it can really fuck your shit yeah. up. Mm. And this is when you called all those people that you've known for a yeah, while. Yeah, by the way, that's my favorite. By the way, that meme. Yeah. Whenever he's like, fucking Gary Vee, he called Mr. Beast and Logan. That's why he's a fuckface. I'm like, yeah. if you knew the truth, I also posted it before I called those two mm -hmm. and the 700 other people I called. I posted in my Discord that I thought CryptoPunks was good. Yeah. But people want to paint narratives because that's what's yeah. more fun. It makes yeah. you feel better because you you're unhappy. Yep. No, you didn't. You yes, fucking lied. Yes, you didn't call shit. You had 700 other people that didn't call me and tell me to well, get into crypto pumps. We don't talk on phone. That's true. We well, don't talk on phone. Text. Oh, yes. if you got receipts. Oh my god, I love this. this coming. If you got oh receipts, god. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah, this. Yeah. I'm so, I'm yeah. so happy. If you oh, you want me more in the mic, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. possible. I'll be right over here. That is it. Yeah. Don't go on Andrew on mic. Anyway, hold on. Yeah. So, so, go. Yeah. Oh, I blocked you. Yeah. 
Because you knew I was fucking on to you, dude. That was a smart move. Yeah, he knew I was on to that Russian While you pull up this text, and you're going to have to dispel this, because bottled water, we all bought into it. It's also the biggest con in first world history. Mm. Why? Mm. Why are we paying for it? You, you know what's a bigger water? con in first water world used history? To kill you. <laughs> you want a better? You want a better con than first world in Don't first world? Say Jews. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Why okay. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go with fashion. Yep. Yes. Wait. Whoa. 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 Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. I'm gonna hurt your feelings here. Yeah, yeah, ready? You call both of them shitheads. You gotta call me a shithead. Ready? Yeah. Fashion. Yeah. One big game of the need to communicate to others through what you buy. Yes. I talking understand. about NFTs or fashion? Fashion. Yeah. Can I say this? <laughs> Which is why NFTs, but I love what uh, you just, uh -huh. Can I say this? The number one, yes you can, but I've got to get this get out. Get it out. Let him get it out. My bad. Get him out. Go. The number one reason I'm positive yeah. that NFTs are going to win is because it's fashion at scale. That, you, I believe. Which was the same reason I knew that social was going to win because it was fashion at scale. Who got when, pussy off of NFTs so far? Ungodly amounts of people. Who? I can't blow up people's spots like that. <laughs> you really think girls are fucking you because you got a monkey picture? Yes. There's no way. No, it's when you make uh, money off the monkey picture and buy the house in Miami. That's money. You, you think girls are fucking people because they're funny on stage? No, definitely not. But they are. Never happens. <laughs> have you ever seen someone Never happened the before comedians? in life. Really? Yeah. Have you Never looked at, once. Do you, do you, have you looked at Adam Sandler's face? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that bad looking uh, yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. By the way, Adam Sandler. 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 Adam Adam funny on stage gave him more leverage to pull than you not funny on stage and you guys have the same face. Thoughts? Thoughts? Yes, being funny happen. is better. <laughs> being funny is better. No, no, yes. no. Having leverage is mm, better. Yep. Yes. Not ha being funny. Being funny, lots of people are funny. Yes. Do they cross over to the ability to have leverage with that humor? Once they cross over to having leverage, then things start to change. At some point, having a Bored Ape Yacht Club a year ago meant nothing. Mm. Somewhere by the fall and winter of last year, it started to mean a little something. And, and yes, I do believe that people that? have hooked up because they've owned a board ape yacht club. I know it to be true. Wow. A girl DM'd, oh my God, nice board ape. No, it becomes what like, a loser. It, it just signifies you're rich. Huh? In the same way. What's that the difference between oh nice car. Lambo or uh, oh nice Rolex? Like a girl doesn't appreciate what the fuck's a Lambo. The difference? You can ride around the Lambo. You can pick them up in the Lambo. More people see that you have a board ape than see you riding a Lambo. But you don't, you don't need to fuck oh. more people. You just More, need to fuck the one girl. No, no, that no, sees no, no. Don't, don't try to like. <laughs> you don't want to fuck seventy three people instead of one. That's Ooh. disgusting, dude. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's fucking disgusting. I've seen this show. I don't know what type That's of the least mundane shit. That, that was the is, least bro. disgusting thing that this show has ever seen. That is the least disgusting thing this show has ever said. I want love. I want well, love. Well, you got love. We're really happy for you. That's what I need. I'm very happy. Exactly. You don't sound happy to be honest with you. Yeah. Okay. All right. I just want to make sure. Static. Positivity. Happiness. By the way, can we joy from inside out? Can we give those four guys credit? The four guys, the four dudes running around doing my imitations are killing it. They're making money. I'm so pumped with those dudes. The imitations are killing me. Oh, the guys that imitate you. Yeah, they are on fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm so. I'm. It's out of all the things in my career that have ever happened, that may be top ten of happiness for me. The fact that people. Bring them getting, to V conference. Maybe. They have to perform at V conference. Maybe. We'll see if they get pussy. 
Yeah. <laughs> of course they will. Because we're going to infamous tour Cleveland Friday, Pittsburgh Saturday. NYC, April 16th. We had a second show, Radio City. Tickets flying for that. Do not fucking wait. I'm promising you guys, do not fucking wait. Go get them shits right now. Um, some other dates are up there. Those are sold out. Maybe there's some tickets left for Vancouver. Go check it out. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Akash, what you got? TheAndrewSchultz.com, by the way. Yo, Toledo, Ohio, April 1st and 2nd. Bring that ass through to the shows. Also, April 8th and 9th, your boy is going to be in Tampa Bay at the Improv. And, of course, Royal Theater. I'm telling you guys you need to buy tickets because they're selling out. I don't know if we're going to be able to add another show. April 22nd and 23rd. Uh, also, April 28th through April 30th, Bridgeport, Connecticut at the Stress Factory. There are other shows where you, the same place where you can get the tickets at AkashSing.com. Now, let's get back to the show. All right, guys, we're going to take a break for a second because you're spending too much goddamn money on sunglasses or you don't have any. Okay, here are your options with sunglasses. Okay, if you're out here spending $1,000 on some designer pair of sunglasses. Yeah, you're probably going to look through my Instagram and find out that I have them. Yes, yes, I did. Okay, until I found out about Blenders. Okay, Blenders offers the mid price sunglasses that have the high price style, the look, the beauty. It's obvious when you're wearing a pair of $10 sunglasses. I'm sorry. It sucks. You don't care about them. They get crushed. You throw them out. Matter of fact, you got the $500,000 pair. They you're get crushed. You're also going to crush them and lose them. Why don't you get that mid range, the perfect range where you have the style, right? But you also have the quality, which is what you need. And the affordability. And the affordability. Right there. That's what it is. And that's what Blenders does. Okay. Chase Fisher started Blenders by selling the shades out of his backpack. Okay. He's basically like a mixtape wrapper for sunglasses, but blew the fuck up. He's the master P of sunglasses. Mm. Chase was out there in San Diego, a place that knows about sun. A very important place. I'm not buying sunglasses from a guy from Scotland. I'm buying sunglasses from a guy from San Diego that knows what the fuck he's talking about. That's what Chase does, and that's what Blenders is all about. You need some sunglasses that look chic, just go to the website. Matter of fact, you go to that website, okay? They have more than just sunglasses. They got prescription. They even got some shit for the snow. Did you know that? Ooh, Yes, goggles? they got you set. Yes, they got the goggles, bro. Hell yeah. Okay, they got you set. So what you're going to do right now is you're going to go to BlendersEyewear.com. You're going to get 15% off when you enter the promo code FLAGRANTVIP. That's BlendersEyewear.com. The code is FLAGRANTVIP for 15% off. Blenders. Rock with pride worldwide. Now let's get back to the show. Is this guy the best one? Is he the best impersonator? This guy's a fucking beast. Question, my man? All right, so basically, I'm looking now to get into okay. the public speaking. Yeah, bro, like, if I were you, I would be calling into every single house in the United States of America, okay? Giving them public speaking tips in their bathroom, shower, the fucking shower? fucking garage. Yeah, in the garage. I was eating shit for like 17 years, doing tips for free, okay? Bro, like, you think okay? it's a good idea to call every single house in America? Yeah, bro, like, are you making this an NFT? I'm not making this now. Okay, bro, like, garage sales. <laughs> Pause. Oh, God. I, I once read that you said that OnlyFans is a garage sale for pussy. <laughs> not no. true. That's false. You, can't you didn't make say up that? stuff. No, but I That's understand. not what you said. That's what history will say. History sorry, will say. Sorry. You said history will say that NFTs are garage sales not for pussy. Quote. Not your quote. No, I wouldn't use that word. Huh. <laughs> Vagina? Mm-hmm. Gary B. What do you think the beat? Listen, I think I think uh, 
I think that, um, I wanna go back to that real quick. Yeah. What gets crazy, so when you build, I, I grew up thinking I was gonna build businesses. Yeah. I also had the greatest, I have the greatest mother of all time. Yeah. Who like really, I mean it's actually insane how much, you know, the game of DNA environment and who's building you just fascinates the shit out of me yeah. because it, it just does, right? You see like siblings, twins, same household, uh, lots of the same situations but a parent died along the way, wealth, not wealth. I, I had the great fortune of having a framework that I think is remarkable which is not having anything but having lots of happiness in the home. Mm. I believe the people that, when I look at the world, 30, 40, 50, 60 year olds, that if you show me someone who didn't grow up with a whole lot, but the family was happy as fuck inside those four walls, I'll show you somebody who's just winning in life. It, it doesn't mean that they're making the most, maybe mm -hmm. that's not their DNA. So I had that great fortune. And so when I was 13, 16, when I was like, I'm gonna build businesses, I always knew I was gonna be a businessman. Because of the way my mom parented me, I also thought about things like, and it's gonna be, like I thought things as a kid that I'm very proud of, like, and it's gonna be awesome because I'm gonna put a lot of people on. Like, yeah. I'm gonna have 30,000 employees and they're gonna do good and that's like a residual, like, what I never saw was people doing things that were gonna get benefit from me living my life as a person. Mm. Like, I've been, I've been following all three, four of the impersonators pretty carefully. Like, a lot of good stuff's happening for them. They're, they're getting more shows, more money, more opportunity, that's just amazing and I think more people should be thinking about what's the collateral of their success. There are kids literally, literally, that are going to have professional com comedy-based careers because they're watching you right now at 12. That's cool. Mm. That's Richard awesome. Pryor, Macho Man Randy Savage, 100%, 100, not 99, have an impact to why I had a good public speaking career. Mm. When I came out the gate and I started talking about business, I didn't do fucking decks like everybody. I fucking did imp, like off the cuff stand up slash wrestling promo talk mm -hmm. and that was unique and it put me on. Yeah. That like that's happening every day and I wish that more people that are making, doing actually thought about what the residual was of what they're doing and I think that actually might make them a tweak more thoughtful that may create more good. Mm. I think that's great yeah. perspective. Yeah. Perspective is the only thing that we can control. And I, I do think that that's awesome. Um, I do have a, another question for you, though. Um, <laughs> oh, you There's once, nothing more you fun than said, me. That was no. great. Now, let me set up what I really want to happen. I'm, like, so excited right now. <laughs> no, no, I do it all the time. This so is I'm actually, like, this is actually a serious question. Uh, do you think it's possible that, because I'm not as invested in, like, video games. Okay. And that well, I, like I use already. the internet mostly as a promotional tool. Yes. That I don't understand the value of an internet presence outside of business. Like, I'm not using the internet for my personal things, really. Me neither. So, these kids might understand an NFT <clears throat> and might think it's more of a JPEG because they understand how valuable buying a sleeve a is for a Fortnite. Fortnite. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yes. I do believe that that is one of the reasons that you might not see it as easily versus somebody who has tasted the value of a visual, of a digital asset. Taste it, like grown up yeah. in it. It's, well, it's let, what let, they know. Yes, comma, do you think a blue check mark on Instagram in the last decade meant something? It depends how you look. That's fine. Do you think for some people... <laughs> like it, I don't not 
click on a girl's picture if she doesn't have a blue check if <laughs> I, she has I, huge fat tits. I understand. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, like, I understand. That's true. I understand. Do you believe that yeah. a blue check Look at you mark? Holding it. I'm holding You're it. holding it. Do yeah, you believe yeah. it matters? <laughs> um, yes, I do believe yeah. a blue but check mark. Matters. I think that's one of the ways that people a can, qualifier. I yeah. think for a lot of people watching right now, be like, "This fuck, fuck this guy, this NFT yeah. thing." Like maybe that sentence made them say, "Well, that is true. Like that shit fucking mattered." Yeah. And it was just digital. I, I think the easiest way for everybody to figure it out if we're gonna stay on this subject is the following. Everybody thought social media was stupid as fuck in 2005. That was over the age of 30. Yeah, I pushed back even when I was in college. So yeah, yeah. The, the fact of the matter is, the cold hard truth is, the far majority of people that are watching this right now that think NFTs are scams or full of shit or a fad or fucking stupid have to really reconcile something which is they've become their mom. Yeah. Mm. yeah. When your mom thought the mm. iPhone was stupid and she was gonna live on her Blackberry, when your parents thought the internet was stupid, yeah. you've become your mom. Yeah, but they were they, right a little. They were super wrong. <laughs> right, like they, there's they were, good things about the internet, no, but no, there's no. shitty they things too. They weren't debating the good and the bad. Yeah. They were debating this is stupid and won't be around. The longevity yeah. of it they were debating. This was stupid and won't <clears> be around. <throat> People aren't saying what's good, bad, or indifferent about NFTs. They're yeah. saying this is fucking stupid and it won't be here. Okay, my take, And they're gonna be wrong as fuck. I think that they'll be here, there's no question. And I think that people are gonna find value in things that Every single ticket to every one of your shows be blockchain in, seven min, in seven years yeah. will 100% be an NFT. And if that's yeah. the show where you have your greatest set and say your singular profound joke and your fan base yeah. in 30 years sticks to that moment, yeah. right? Eddie Murphy Raw. I yeah. would buy an Eddie Murphy Raw NFT ticket right the fuck now. Yeah, mm. yeah. 80 bucks, 800 bucks, I'm not sure, yeah. but guess what? All those tickets are gone, and guess what? Eddie Murphy would get a royalty on my transaction today. Yeah. So of course he's gonna issue them as tickets, not as paper or a fucking QR, I, as if a QR code is a better fucking way to do it than yeah. a fucking NFT. No, I think the tech works, and I think that we'll use the That's all that matters, tech. by the way. Hundred, uh, I think there's that, the tech so and then the picture. That's where everybody's confused. Yeah. Everyone's looking at how we're using it now, yeah. and like, this is stupid. You're right, a lot of this is stupid. A small percentage is not gonna be. All those internet companies that went to zero when the internet stocks crashed in 2000, they were stupid. They were worth $8 billion in stock value yeah. and hadn't sold anything yet on the internet. That's stupid. Yeah. The problem was Amazon was sitting there for $6 a share yeah. and if you spent $5,000 on that, yeah. you'd have $13 million. Yeah. That may not be right math, by the way. The math is profound. Yeah. This I get. I think and that's what's gonna happen here. I think, I think the way you made it digestible for me was NFTs aren't a thing. These brands are a thing. Yes. And building a brand within the NFT space is a thing. Correct. Not every single app that goes on the app store is successful, you said but it. there's a few that do it. That's I, right. And that I can get on that's board. That's exactly what's gonna it, happen. It's, what is the term? The problem Escape is, velocity that's or right. something. The problem yeah. is when iPhone apps were the same thing, great comp, thank you, you weren't losing money if you were betting against Candy Crush and you bought Candy Smush. Mm -hmm. The problem with NFTs is that people don't realize how high risk the investment is, yeah, and they're yeah. just buying anything yeah. because their friend told them, yeah. or they saw like their favorite rapper change their profile to it, and they're getting caught because they're gonna lose money. In 1999, when people did that with internet stocks, yeah. far less people knew how to buy internet stock. Yeah. Like people weren't buying on the, like 20 year olds weren't buying stock yeah. back then. Now everyone's doing it. Everyone's an investor. Everyone's Robin Hood. Yeah. Everyone's like a entrepreneur, yeah. an investor. And a lot of people are gonna fucking take a big punch to the face. Yeah, it's almost like uh, watches. Which sucks. Like, yes. 
not all watches are valuable. Correct. But how if about, you have an AP. Why are sports cards makes, all the sports card friends I have are like, this is stupid. I'm like, and a picture of a man on a piece of cardboard makes sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've just accepted it. Just like we've accepted bottled water. It's yeah. a new technology. Everybody says no. But we haven't accepted the tech. We've accepted the brand. I guess that's the difference that people are. No, are... actually, I'd go the way. I, I think the reason this is all happening is subconsciously we've, we've accepted the tech. And then and consciously, and we've consciously the brand. We're, we're making, we're gambling. Yeah. You see where I'm going? Yes, 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 yes. Now, yes. how do you know? That's why people are getting fucked. They like, they're now like, they're, this is yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, but then yeah. they're like, oh, I missed board eight, but V friends, well, I'm going to make my money on the squirrel because I got FOMO and my neighbor made fucking 400,000 yeah. on the $800 bet. And they can't distinguish. They're going, Correct. all these things just look like pictures to me. They don't understand that there's this community. Think it's more, I actually Discord. think it's more greed. I, I actually think it's just more greed. I missed this one. Mm -hmm. I'm going to roll the dice. It's only 700 bucks. Stimulus checks out the ass. There's so much money being thrown around. How, People so got paid to stay at home. Real, real quick, but uh, yes, of course it's greed. I I guess what I'm trying to say is like the reason they're willing to take the the risk on the squirrel is because it already happened on it, the V friend and the board ape and the world of and women. It looks close enough. Yeah. Yes. If yeah. you actually research but, the board ape and you research the community, but the board ape would have been V friends would have been easy because you would have said that dude has 25 years of straight success in business. Yeah. I'll make that bet. Board ape was hard. It was four anonymous founders. Yeah. But but as you to your point. Three months after Board Ape came out, and they were four or five. They were expensive. Three, four, five Ethereum, which is a lot less than a hundred Ethereum. If you were watching, as I was, to your point, you could have been like, "I'm going." That community's tight as a rock. This is the one. It's the Kith. It's the Palace. It's the it's the Nike of this little moment. People Let are using it as currency. They're they're posting, etc. So, what are the markers for you in a good investment and a bad investment? The human behind it. Mm. Period. Yeah. That's I don't want to gamble. I never want to gamble, so I'm gonna bet on the jockey, not the horse. I could see the freshest art I've ever seen, and if I'm gonna really write a check and go in and buy, I want to get a Zoom with the founder, and if she or he makes me feel like they're too much of an artist and don't have entrepreneurship, they, they, or they're just not capable, then I would be hesitant. Maybe I'll buy a couple, because I you know, like the art and I just want to own it, but as an investment, I need to see who's driving the car to bet on it. Now, Bored Ape, you said was anonymous founders. It was. So how do you know? You're not gonna see the human behind to, it. To the point, on Mint, I need what I just said. As I said just earlier, if you give me 100 days that I can watch it form, mm. because look, Mark Zuckerberg was a first-time founder. Travis Cal, like, there's a lot of people that are, the Google founders were first-time founders. Like, I don't tend to bet on first-time founders because I want to, or I'll bet on a first-time founder that sold weed or CDs or blow pops as a kid. Show me like a hustle There's entrepreneur. There's a track record there. there yeah, 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 I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. you're a salesperson. Right. So at least that gives you a prayer. Okay. Um, so, but everyone's different. I mean, there's a million ways to play it. To your point, to your point, this last five, seven minutes I think will help people. Whatever your concept is of how you're gonna do this, have your concept. Don't just do something because your friend told you to buy it. Mm. What, you know, some people want to meet the founders. Some people want to read the Discord for a, a week. Some people want to make a bet just on the visual. They're like, I don't even give a fuck. If it's art, this art, because I've got the eye, it's going to be big, and there's just a million ways to play it. But do some homework. This is your money. And at least if you don't do any homework and you lose money, don't blame NFTs. Blame yourself.
the fuck are you writing a $4,000 check for not knowing anything about it? All right, guys, we're going to take a break for a second because I got to tell you about the best underwear in the business. Now, some of you already know. Some of you are listening to this podcast right now. You got your culprits on and you're actually sitting there. You're going, you know what? He was right. These are the most comfortable underwear I've ever put on in my entire life. And I'll never wear another underwear brand as long as I live. You're looking at... Your, your, pod, your podcast, I don't know if it's on YouTube, you're watching it, maybe you're watching it on your phone, maybe it's on your TV, but you know that I'm right. And those of you that aren't feeling that right now, I'm sorry. I'm actually sorry that you haven't had the time to feel this comfort. I got my culprits on right now. You don't believe me? Right now. Perfect culprit check. Don't mind the fupa. Culprit. Underwear. Beautiful. Locked in. Ready to go. Okay? Culprits, the best underwear you ever put on in your life. Now, they give me all this ad copy about micromodal and all this other bullshit, 20% less, this, that, the other. No one gives a fuck, okay? What we care about are the most comfortable underwear in the business and the coolest underwear company owners on the planet, okay? Trussell Butter, Dinettes, those are the Instagram handles. Watch them live their life. Living their life like crypto kings. Crypto kings like a year ago before their thing hit shit, hit, shit the bed, okay? These guys are living life, and that's what happens when you have culprits. You have culprits, things go well for you. Simple as that. This podcast started popping once we started wearing culprits. If you're struggling right now in your life, put on a pair of culprits. I promise things are going to turn around. It's more than underwear. It's more than a lifestyle. I don't think you can advertise that legally. It's going to save your life. I don't, it's literally going to save your fucking life. It's if not, you it wear saves culprits. your balls. It's not medical. What advice. gives life? Balls. Balls. 100%. There you go, Mark. Well, think okay. about that. There's legally. some medical. Think I'm about reading, that legally. I'm reading medical information right now on it. It says, right? It says 95% micromodal and 100% you will get your life saved. Yeah, it's not. And true. they donated to Ukraine. So technically, they're also culprits are saving Ukraine. They're saving your friend. Taking Russian lives. That might be. <laughs> yeah, if you're Russian, maybe yeah, don't wear Yeah, these aren't for you. If you're Russian, these aren't for you. <laughs> yeah. Okay? They're guaranteed not the for you. Official undies of NATO. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> these are NATO undies. So go to Culprit Underwear right now. Use the code Flagrant at checkout for 25% off. 25% off. And you get to save your life. 25% off, you're going to add 25% to your life. That's 50% off. Probably have higher sperm count. Pass the life on. Higher sperm count. Chick's going to be drenched. And you get to go check out those Instagram pages I told you about because they're living their life off of underwear. It's absolutely amazing. There you go. Yeah. Tell Danettes that his hair dye looks amazing. <laughs> well, let's get back to the show. If we understand or go, you have something else? I was going to say that's what's tricky about it is if you're walking around the streets of New York, you can see Kith is going to be hot. You just see it. You can feel it. You could all feel it coming. Well, you can't I, necessarily. I, yes, you can. That's uh, what I do for a living. I walk the streets of Twitter and Discord yeah. and Instagram at scale. It's hard for me to walk around every part of New York, but I can lay in fucking bed and naked on my phone places. for four hours and scroll the fucking world. Okay, so on that, mm. right? Mm. You have. You know? Yeah, that's interesting. Let's say, for example, we understand that in order for a brand, regardless of what it is, to reach escape velocity, you need a certain amount of social proof and social qualification. That's a handful of CEOs like yourself that believe in it, mixed with celebrities, mixed with, I don't know, random fucking VCs or investors. What's stopping you and a bunch of your buddies from just putting together that group of people and printing money out of thin air, making the next board ape, making the next thing? If we understand it's just 100 people. But it's not how it actually works. It, it, 100 people give you a, a better at bat at it. I would agree with you that the right 100 people, that gonna, 
and Ninja the Gamer and Drake and you know Gaios like I, of course and you like people with platform are gonna give it more awareness, but it's like a Super Bowl ad. The Super Bowl ad is the greatest ad in marketing. Why? Because you get almost half the country to actually watch it, which is impossible. So it's great. But if the fucking 30 second video sucks shit, <laughs> you fucked up. You can get all top, let's make a list, the top 500 fucking influencers in the world that move culture in every genre. Comedy, rap, influencer TikTok, you know, entrepreneurship, whatever it is. If all of them got behind something where the operator, where she or he was incapable of taking that opening and driving it to success, it will go to zero. And I've seen that time and time again in startup land and in NFT land. Hmm. So it doesn't matter, there's no amount of social proof that can push a project forward if it's not made. No, correctly. it can give you an opening. It's like a hot club, like yeah, 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 New yeah. York, right? You know yeah, this, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like a hot club, we've seen it through the years. All the right people get together. It opens, the first weekend's fresh. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. It's all the same shit. Like, this is why it's important to think. Because people right now, back to like lack of accountability, pointing, fee, like, it's, it's a fun narrative. Like, fuck, you know, like, it's yeah. a great narrative. Like, those hundred people, those mu Illuminati fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, but it's just not true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If it was true, it would happen every second, every day, yeah. all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It actually works the other way. That when it's more organic. Of course, because the streets don't fuck with it. Yeah. Got it? Yeah, yeah. It's, by the way, well, how do you get the streets to fuck with it? You've got to have a little bit of kind of both, right? It's like cooking a good meal. You've got to, you've got to have a little love a little bit there. Mama's pasta you've got to be a little yeah. bit still in the dirt. You've got to actually be good. Actually, I'll give you a compliment right now. This is a fun segue. It's how I looked at you for a long time. Uh, you know, like what's happening with you this last year, for me, no different than like Gunna and other like rappers, startups, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr. I have a good, I've been, I, and by the way, what the fuck did I do? Mom and dad had sex at the right second and gave me that DNA. <laughs> I have this good, intuitive feeling of like, just enough this, just enough that, just enough this. And for me, you know, in my circles, back to when I did the podcast with you and Charlemagne, even like two years earlier, I'm like, that guy's gonna win. Mm. At, but it doesn't happen overnight. Mm -hmm. You know this. Oh yeah, I was, like, a, I was a long time ago that podcast. The reason, back to your analogy, why those things, if Ju Justin Bieber's gotten behind things, yeah. gun is like, there's tons of people, the Migo, like people are getting behind shit left and right. None yeah. of it's working because it's not right. It's not right. And so with you, it couldn't, you could have gotten all 50 fucking comedians that mattered in the world and all, whoever was popping on Vine at the time being like, he's next. Yeah. And it still wouldn't have happened unless you actually had it. Mm. Yeah, they still try to do that with certain people and it don't work. It never works. I mean, look at all the people that try to do that in hip hop, sign the kids from around the way. They're gonna put them on. They're the biggest rappers at the time, right? In the world. But like when Snoop comes on Dre's shit, it's gonna work because Snoop, Snoop. Yeah. But do I have to tell you about all the people that had features on the biggest albums, second album of biggest rappers because they tried to put their boys on and those people sucked? Yeah. Like, look, I love Lil C's. <laughs> but like, there was only so much Biggie could do. It wasn't gonna happen like that. Like, C's is amazing. I can't wait to run into him and give love. Like, C's, but he's not one of the 50 best rappers of all time. Who's the Lil C's of NFTs? <laughs> <laughs> um, I have no fucking idea. Are these are these we, we got your apes up here right now. Yeah. What's the most expensive ape? I don't I'm not educated enough on apes. I think it's the gold ones, I think. But I don't have any of the crazy ones. What is crazy in terms of price? And I don't think those are real apes. These are all bullshit things that got dropped into me. 
You mean they just give it to you? Yeah, one of the worst things that is about decentralized servers, you know, it's so funny, everyone's like, fuck the man, fuck Zuckerberg. Yeah. They don't realize what they're saying. They're saying, fuck centralized servers. Companies that control shit because we're on their server, JPEGs. Yeah. Yeah. Now NFTs come along and they're like, yeah, decentralized. Like nobody, nobody owns this. Like nobody owns the NFT like ecosystem. Is this what people mean when they say Web3? Yes. And they mean a lot of things. The metaverse, VR, there's a lot of, the, the terms being thrown around. People like, use it kind of like Uber now. They're, this is the Uber of weed. Yes. This is the Web3 of yes. Spotify. Yes, like, that always happens. Social media, Web2, yes. It's just a way to, for yeah, people to digest information. But, but what is Web3? Web3, let me say it this way that I know everybody will understand. You know how everybody throws around the culture? Yeah. yeah. And it means 947,000 <laughs> things? Yeah. That's what Web3 is. <laughs> right. It just means an all-encompassing <laughs> word deciding how you're gonna say it in the context of the agenda that you are saying it in. Yeah, okay, okay, good. <laughs> now I don't feel that bad. And then, and I, I honestly was excited to have you here so I could learn about this stuff. You know, uh, metaverse, I hear this term all the time, metaverse. And I literally, and I'm a boomer maybe, but I'm imagining Ready Player One. You see yeah. the Oculus and yeah. all this kind of stuff. Is there a place in the metaverse that is ready for that? Are we going to be living in these internet I, sleeves? I, I think we will live in the metaverse at some point. I think if you ask me the number one place where a lot of money is going to be lost, it's in it's in land in the metaverse because mm. I don't think we're there yet. NFTs, we were there because NFTs are using the foundation of social media to be real. Back to fashion, I knew that if I was right, a year and a half ago, that if this was gonna pop off, people were gonna put it into their social, that's exactly what's happened. The problem with the metaverse is we have nowhere to put it. <laughs> and we're not living in there yet. So there was a lot of apps that came out too early when the we iPhone came out. We can't brag about our, our real estate within the metaverse because there's no place to show people that we have. It's all the same shit. Yeah. The world's the same. How do I flex? How do I flex? And flex is the cynical point of view. I actually think a lot of people Sh like shop creatively. Like there's people that want to buy Balenciaga, like all the brands all over themselves, and they mm -hmm. just I want. They're basically saying "fuck you, I'm rich." Yes. Right. Or what they're really Maybe saying is, "I'm so insecure, I got to show you how rich I am." Yeah. Please like me. Fuck me. Yes. Fuck me. Yeah. Yes, exactly right. <laughs> please. Yeah. Please. That's right. Comma. Please. The. But what a lot of people do is actually express themselves through it. Right. Yeah. So it's like like the converse there is a decision. You guys knew balancing it yep. is a decision. All black is a decision. Facial hair is a It's all a decision. Mm -hmm. We don't think about it, but it is. And I think humans need to communicate yep. through words, right? Through the written word, through songs, through art. What we buy is actually the biggest way we communicate in the world because mm. it shows up every day. Mm. What zip code do you live in? What car do you drive? And most of all, what clothes and stuff do you have? Now, Some what influences it, those decisions? Many things. People we look up to, who, what tribe we want to be in, Yeah. right? Like, let's talk about something I think all of us can connect on. Remember when hip hop started to wear Vans? Yeah. That was an evolution. Yeah. I was like, what? You know, and, and Lil Wayne was like a real part of that skateboard crossover. Yeah. But like, I, this is what I do for a living. I walk the streets digitally. I'm like, wait a minute. Southside Atlanta is wearing surfer boy sneakers? Yeah, 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 yeah. What's this mean? This is some crazy fusion shit. This mm. is an evolution. I looked at it as a positive. I'm like, good, more, let's all get, like, let's all come together, like, yeah. keep mixing. So, but consciously, when that became appropriate, because 
this, you know, because Pharrell did this, or yeah. ASAP Crew did that, or Wayne did this. There's some kid in an urban area who doesn't feel associated or maybe can't afford Jordans. Mm -hmm. That's like, yo, I can go and buy a pair of Vans yeah, and for 40 bucks be in this little community. Mm. So there's a lot of things that go into this, mm. a lot. Yeah. Acceptance, tribalism, communication. This is all human shit. Yeah, that was a real ig ignorant question I had about the metaverse is why are you paying so much for land when you could literally live and build anything you want to? It's all virtual reality, right? I could have the biggest palace on earth. I don't have to pay contractors to build something. I well, well, it depends it. on how that platform works. You're talking about something pretty interesting. I think the vulnerability to the metaverse land thing is we're not there yet. And by the time we are there yet, five, seven, nine years from now, it's gonna be owned by the person that owns the hardware. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be this that owns it. Yeah. And by the way, if you're mad at Mark Zuckerberg now, get <laughs> ready to be real mad. Yeah. Because Meta and Oculus is so much further ahead of everybody. Yeah. There's not even a close second. Not really? an Amazon, not a fucking China, not a anything. There's nothing close. <laughs> fucking Oculus is so far ahead. And you know, it'll be really interesting because they've got Andrew Bosworth who's Got a back to the jock, right? He he was a beast at Facebook. They now made him in charge of that whole thing. Mm. I think they got a real shot. Really? If we're gonna get to Ready Player One, if I had to bet, I think it's gonna be Meta that gets most of the people to be into the metaverse, and then whatever land they're gonna sell is gonna be the land. Because the the great thing about real estate in the real world is the earth is the earth. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The bad thing with land in the metaverse is I can roll out Vaynerland right now and start selling plots. And yeah. you can, and they can. And, and so it's unlimited inventory, which is bad for supply and demand. Mm. It's unlimited inventory, and it's also, it, it doesn't take you time to get somewhere. Like, it takes you time to go from New York to St. Bart's. In the metaverse, I imagine, you just snap your fingers, and then that's you're why at the metaverse is gonna, But that's why the metaverse is going to win. Yeah, that, yeah, but that, long term. But I guess because all we pick is convenience. Mm -hmm. There are people right it's now who don't have a lot of money who are paying four dollars on delivery fee for their coffee in the morning because that's how valuable convenience yes. is. You're paying four dollars to fucking seamless, four dollars on top of your coffee. Yeah, for it delivered, and you're like crying about not having enough money. Yeah, that's how powerful convenience is. That you were financially anxious every day of your <laughs> life, yet three times a week because we're all at home, you don't want to get out of your house to go downstairs in a big city to get your coffee. You'd rather pay $4 yeah. in service fee and people talking shit like, fuck my boss. No, fuck you. Don't buy $9 cups of coffee. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. Now, here's a question about buying in the metaverse then. Why do you need land in the metaverse if I could just, to your point, immediately transport back to my place, be out in the metaverse? Like, I don't need to live in a cool because neighborhood. Because your place, your place in real life? No, I'm saying, if uh, let's say I bought Vaynerland. Let's say Vaynerland is selling plots, but metaverse is where the all the cool people The same reason are. you go to anything in life, because other people are there that you want to be with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll go chill with them. And the with brand the exclusivities in one world versus the other. If, it's if all... Nike only signs with Meta and I want to be wearing that in the metaverse, I'm going to be in that. Every okay. restaurateur, every nightclub business, every fashion brand should know how to navigate the metaverse. Very simple. It's always the same dynamics. It's human truths. The reason you're going to put a fucking helmet on 
is because everyone else did. When everybody was holding onto their Blackberry, I was like, you're gonna give up your Blackberry. All my fucking corporate friends were like, nah, 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 I gotta touch the fucking buttons. I'm like, you're going to. And the reason I was pot committed to that was I knew that everybody would have an iPhone and it would systematically eventually break you down. Mm. Yeah. Do you think you're good at managing people? Very. What makes you good at that? Empathy. That's I'm inc- tough. I'm incredibly you empathetic. Just, you just <laughs> fucked his yeah, mouth. You really hurt him right look, there. Look how he looked at you. He's so that's upset that, right bad. now. He's him. upset right now. Look you at him. Is this a fucking Pixar movie we're doing over here? <laughs> yeah. what? No, no. No, what, what, do you, uh, what, do you, what does that mean? I, <laughs> I naturally, my default, no different than being competitive, no mm-hmm. different than... What's a sh- uh, actually a funny one? Gary Vee's really candorous in a podcast. My biggest weakness as a manager was candor because it's easy for me to talk to the world through all these can- uh, cameras. But if I think Jason or Sean, who work for me, are doing something poorly, it was incredibly hard for me to tell them the truth. I tried mm. to build them up, you know, I tried to build them up, but it would be hard for me to sit down because I hate fear so much. And I wasn't mature enough in the first 20 years of my career to realize candor was eliminating fear. I thought candor was creating fear. I thought if I said, Jason, you know, I gotta be honest with you, like the way you edit or the time you're putting in or whatever it is, I, that wasn't, cause I thought as soon as he would leave my office, he'd go to LinkedIn and start updating his resume. He's like, I'm gonna get fired. And I, I, I kind of had it, I misunderstood. Now I, now I really focus on candor a lot more. Mm. I, I call it kind candor, so I always try to deliver that medicine with a lot of sugar, mm. but I'm definitely trying to deliver more medicine older in my career. I think that came natural to me. The lack of, kind, the lack of candor came natural to me, and it was a vulnerability. On the flip side, the reason I think I've led well my whole career is empathy comes really natural to me. My father always thought that employees were servicing him and that they were the enemy. It came from the USSR, like it was a lot of fucked up thing. It was an immigrant thing. He's like, literally the first thing my dad told me when I was 14, driving to the liquor store was, keep an eye on the employees, they steal. Yeah. I was like, fuck, <laughs> yeah. the hell am I getting myself into, you know? So I, on the other hand, always say, I work for them. Why would they even work here? They've got options. Uh, they're doing a poor job. My brain goes into not, they suck. My brain goes to, I hope their family's okay. Maybe they're sucking at work because something right. bad. I, empathy is very, very natural to me. Thus, I think I'm a good leader because I always think what's in it for them and then I'll get to me. Mm. And I think if you do that for everybody, you find yourself in a very fow- powerful place. I always think about it as 5149. If every relationship I have on earth, I'm minimally, if like the God of relationships came down and she was like, you two, I would sit there like scared, be like, I hope I got at least 51% of the value of this relationship. Mm. Like I always go into everything, like can I just give more? Sometimes it's 90%, but if I can give at least 51% of the value of this relationship, me and every individual person on earth, well then I'm gonna know what to do with my 49. Mm. So I think about that a lot. Are you placing- And I think most people are like, I gotta get 80. Yeah. Like what, what are they doing for me? Yeah. It comes from ego and insecurity, yeah. entitlement. What are you doing for me? And now it's rampant. The, all these stimulus checks got everybody thinking like everything's easy. Uh-huh. Like everybody owes you. Your mom owes you, your dad owes you, the government owes you, uh, the person you follow owes you. Like everybody owes you. Yeah. Yeah, am I oversimplifying on that point by thinking the labor shortage is the most American shit ever? Where it's like, we, we gotta close early, why not? People don't wanna work. It's crazy that people are like, I don't wanna. 
Yeah, I mean, I think, but I also think those bosses have to look themselves in the mirror. Like, yeah. like, like, if you're a piece of shit to your employees, of course they don't want, people have options. I always say to myself, I'm like, why would these fuckers work for me? They can go make 100,000 if they listen to me just on fucking TikTok ads. Mm. I, all that garage sale joking shit, I'm not fucking joking out here. Yeah. I think anybody making under $100,000 a year that is deeply unhappy should quit and garage sale 52 weeks a year. Goodwill, garage sales, eBay, easy 100,000. Wow. Give yourself three months to really learn the game. Fucking every thrift shop. Are you kidding me? Free Shut money. The fuck Dead up. fucking yeah, serious. Jesus Christ. We got employees here, Gary. God damn it. Trying to destroy my business. I'm buying Hot Wheels. All right? I'm out. I'm out. No, I hear Hot you. Wheels I hear are you paper. No, I hear you. I, I'm Everything's just... paper. Most people. Don't want to talk that shit. They don't want to live that life. All right, guys, we're going to take a break for a second because in the music industry, artists get paid last and they get paid the least. And the company changing that model for the better is Tune.fm. Tune, T-U-N-E dot F-M is the Web3 of Spotify that's actually live and working. It already has its artists like Beyonce on there. When music gets played, the artist gets paid. That's simple. Immediately. And it's much more than what an artist can earn on Spotify. Think about that right now. Okay? The artist gets paid. The artist, sorry, the artist gets played. The artist gets paid. And it happens instantaneous. Those smart contracts are making a killing for the artists that they deserve. This is possible because it's run on their native jam token, an enterprise level distributed ledger technology owned by Google, IBM, Boeing, and more. Do any of us know what the fuck that means? No, it doesn't matter. This tech is already working for these giant companies and it actually allows for fast and, che and cheap microtransactions. Artists get paid right away. And it even allows you, the listener, to get paid just by listening to music on Tune.fm. I'll say that again. You, the listener, can get paid by listening to music on Tune.fm. That means if you help discover new music or curate music on Tune.fm, you can get paid. If this sounds at all interesting to you, Tune.fm is giving you guys... 100 jam coins for free to give it a listen right now when you go to tune.fm with the link below and sign up. Think about that. You go to tune.fm with the link below to claim your free 100 jam coins right now and see if you can even make more money on top of that. Thanks, tune.fm, for sponsoring this video. Now let's keep it moving and get back to the show. People want to put entrepreneur in their profile, but they don't want to live it. Mm. They don't want to wake up at 6.30 on a Saturday. They don't wanna, what about packing and shipping it, Gary? I'm like, cool, don't. Go back to your job where the fucking boss is shitting on you 24 seven. The fuck you want from me? Yes, you have to pack and ship it. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, what about the gas fees? This is bullshit, what about the gas fees? I'm like, you pay gas. You can still make plenty of 100 profit with $7 a fucking barrel, not fucking a, a gallon, not one. People don't wanna be about that life. Mm. You about it. Okay. The most. <laughs> Gary. The fucking most. Love it. How do you feel about the oligarchs getting their yachts taken away? <laughs> um, I have to tread lightly here because I was born in this, you know, you Americans have it good. Yeah, we if do. If you weren't born in that place, they're yeah. not going to touch you. I need to be a little bit careful here. You, I think all bad be. shit should lose. That's should my lose? Yes. Meaning, what does that mean? On earth, I think everything that oh, is all done. All bad shit. All bad shit. So if those yeah. oligarchs, which... American media definitely has me believing it. Yeah. Russian TV, which has been shut off, has me not believing it. Yeah. But I'm gonna go with believing it. 
Um, I love it. I, to me, I, I can't wait to get to heaven, even though I want to live for 100 years. Yeah. Because I, I believe in merit. I, like Everyone's in love with this concept that things are not fair. I'm the other way. I, I think people think in money too much. Let me promise you something. If someone's a piece of shit and doing terrible things, Harvey Weinstein, oligarch, that, take the gamut. Whatever, stealing money, abusing people, trafficking, trafficking humans, yeah. what, wherever your moral compass is on what's bad, I promise you, when someone's doing something bad, they don't sleep well. So you're envious of their fucking Lambo and I'm envious that I sleep like a baby eight hours a night. People are so fucking confused out here, Schultz. Like, what do I think? I think if they're pieces of shit, they shouldn't, not only should they not have boats or cash, they should fucking really pay the ultimate price of like unhappy lives. Mm. And I think most people that are doing bad shit are actually living unhappy lives. Everyone's confused by their makeup of money, but deep down, they're fucking miserable. And I know this because as my career has taken me to higher planes, I just know so many miserable as fuck rich people. Yeah. Like okay. deeply unhappy, deeply hurt. Now, you, you know right? these you, people. Listen, yeah, 100%. No, I, no, money doesn't that, equate to happiness. I mean that 100%. And here yeah. come all the comments like, fuck you, let me find out for myself. Cool, do but it. But you wouldn't like, know, you broke bitch. <laughs> oh Talking all that shit, right? Yeah. And more importantly, whether, well, no, listen, like it's not even about that. It's about saying, let me find out as yes. if they want you to give it to them. Yes. Go find out then. Yes. Yeah, because I think a lot of people would say, well, you just compartmentalize so that you can move forward, which I, you know, I think is a probably a good idea for well, that's individuals. Well, that's what humans do. Yeah. yeah, but then they're saying, well, you're oversimplifying and that's the only way you can, that's how you cope, you're, to oversimplify. I don't agree with them, but I'm telling you what the pushback I think would be. He's compartmentalizing, he just oversimplifies everything so he can move forward and keep doing his thing. He doesn't want to actually think about the problems in the world. Oh, you, well, but, that's, but, but that goes back down to like you thinking that there was a raffle to my thing. Right. I love when people are like, you don't think about the world. I'm like, do you want to come over and look at receipts? Mm. As if people know what people are doing in private. Mm-hmm. But as but, if, no, no, but let's talk about this. Yeah. Let's talk about judgment, yeah. the great disease of America. Yeah. I love this judgment game. Like when you bring that up, like I watch my friends judge others, people I know, and I'm like, mm-hmm. you're wrong. Right. Like, what do you know about what they're doing for this? Yeah. Women's rights, uh, racial injustice. But you don't, you're just, you're, you decided you saw seven pieces of content on the internet and you're you know assuming. somebody? Yeah, right. I would say that that's you making yourself feel better by tearing someone else down. But you've even said, like, you're like, there's no point in judging. Like, even when people judge you for drinking the baby blood or whatever. <laughs> To My go child. to sleep at night. Remember <laughs> how you and your billionaire friends will drink the Adrenaline. He's not the Illuminati. He's not the Illuminati. You do drink Adrenaline. No. Remember He's a when Russian you said spy. that? He's when you would have the no, meetings. Sh- You're no. trying to bring me to one tonight. No, I know about no, it. No, 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 you no, get all the billionaires no. together no, and you drink no, the baby's blood no, so you can no, go to sleep at he night. He doesn't drink Adrenaline. No, no, no. You don't think he does drinks Adrenaline? No. Are you He's sure? He's our guest. Can you be nice? He's our All right, guest. Fine. No, I feel this nice. is just what part of the research. It was part of when the research. When I was thinking about my life, I'm like, one day I'm going to be on a solidly solid, slightly above average podcast yeah. with a really charismatic host. Yeah. And he's going to tell me that I'm in the Illuminati. I would have been like, bet. <laughs> this is a highlight of my life. Well, I'm, I'm not done yet. Oh, keep going. Because <laughs> I do believe that you'll own the Jets. Me too. I know you believe it. It's kind of scary how much I actually believe it considering it's Why is that scary? Because I 100% believe it. Yeah. As if like, like the same way that all of you believe be the sun will come up tomorrow off. is, I'll be pissed too. No, I'd be pissed off if you were fake and believing it this whole time. <laughs> oh God, sorry. I 100% believe that you believe it. Yeah, I really it. believe it. 
Now, if, when, sorry, when you own the Jets. Yes. Are you going to give uh, Kaepernick a tryout? Yes. No matter oh. how old he is? Yes. If he wants it. If he wants it. Can I have a tryout? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what position would you play? Defensive lineman. Defensive lineman. Yes. Can I drink adrenochrome before? <laughs> yes. From your private stash? Oh yes. 100%? Yes. You'll give me the good shit? The best shit. Oh, those Chernobyl kids? Oh <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All of it. That's the good All stuff. of it. By the way, thank okay. God I'm... Can we segue for four seconds on gratitude? Yes. Back to like coping mechanisms. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The co if I could, if I, th this has been really fun. Thank you for having me. Of course. Of course. If, you know, a lot of people are going to watch this over the next two decades. If somebody wants to leave with something. Yeah. Everyone's got a different process. Yeah. You know, religion, meditation, um, psychedelic, you know, friends. I, there's a million ways to go about this. Yeah. Somehow fighting, fighting to find a path towards actually having a relationship with gratitude mm. is the way to cope. Yeah. I cope not because of like, I'm gonna look over here and not over there. I cope because I say every hour of my life, thank you God that my mom and dad, kid, like people are alive. Mm -hmm. Like true, basic, you know, it was funny listening to how you were talking. I was like, the ability to take complex things into a simple place is a profound reality of how to navigate. Mm -hmm. You could take everything you're stressed about and everything you want and then make pretend that the two people you love the most are over for dinner, go to get a bottle of wine because you ran out of it and get hit by a car on the way and die. Would you give a fuck about all the dumb shit you're worried about? The answer is always no and nobody plays that game with themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm very big on gratitude. Like, why not be happy for what you have? Why are you so fucking focused on what you don't have? Gary, I think that... Um one advantage that you do have is that you're, at least it seems to me, it's always seemed to me that you're absolutely head over heels in love with what you do. A hundred percent. You speak with an insane amount of excitement. And I've been talking to you probably for about seven years now, yep. every once in a while. Yep. And you're still excited. And yep. you're excited by the new thing. And then the next new yep. thing. And the next new thing. And it's relatable because I'm as excited about comedy. I know. So I get that. Yeah. And I think that there are certain people that haven't found their thing that they're excited about. And when they do find it, they transition from, is he a motivational speaker? What's going on to, oh, I get it now. Yeah, it's seeing the, the light. And, and that's, and I, cause people, and my, I always tell you this about you in the initial, I was like, dude, is he, is he on a Adderall? Like what the fuck? Like I was like, where's the energy from? And then I understand the energy I have when I'm excited about a project and you're talking to people and you're literally looking at these folks at home and you're just going, guys, I swear to God, if you do these things, it will work out. Your life will be better. And they're looking at you like, I don't know what it's like to feel excited about something. And I'm, and back to empathy. One of the reasons I've been able to put myself out there is I'm comfortable with people saying, you're a scam artist, you're on drugs, you're a piece of shit, fuck you. Because when I see it, much like if I'm looking at Jason and being like, damn, today's, this is not a good month, I'm thinking, is he okay? Not, mm. oh, I gotta find Karen and replace him. Mm. I do the same with the comments. To actually take time to go to your page and be like, dude, you're not as fucking funny as you, and you're a sellout now. Like, yeah, they'll do it. I, I'm, I watch. Yeah. I feel bad. I don't know what, it's not like, and I don't feel bad like, oh, what was them? I'm like, man, I hope they hear something. I hope somebody comes into their life. I hope something happens that triggers what you just talked about yeah. where you're not taking your time. 
wait a minute, let me get this straight. You've decided to allocate your time to watch this so you can tell that person that they suck? Yeah. That's a bad use of five minutes. Yeah. Mm. And it's a fucking complete exposing of that person's unhappiness. But Gary, they got nothing but time. Well, because they don't have something they're excited about. That's when you're excited about something, you which, don't have time which is why, to come. Which is why I attack the reframing of success. We, yeah. the people out here that are happy, that want good for others, must take on the accountability to change the conversation of what success looks like. Yeah. When people think success is money and mm -hmm. stuff, the whole thing's fucked. If people come along and start really having a thoughtful conversation and saying, what, you don't know a stay-at-home mom or dad that's happy as fuck? Because I sure do. My mom yeah. was that. Yeah. That, that was her calling. You don't know a cop or a fireman or a teacher or a public servant that is the happiest fucker you know? Of course you do. Yeah. You're not looking for that. You'd rather look at somebody who's mentally unhappy and has money and say, I want to be that versus looking at somebody in your circle right now who's making 78K a year and fucking loving life. Yeah. But no, you don't want that because the fucking world has said this is what good is. And I'm telling you it's not. What good is is that you wake up in the fucking morning and you're like, yes, yeah. smile. And I think if people had humility and didn't give a fuck about what other people thought about them, they might actually be able to listen to this podcast and say, you know what, fuck this bullshit, he's right. I'm gonna quit this fucking $180,000 a year job that I fucking hate. Yes, I got a house that I need to make 184. Now that I don't, fuck it, I'm gonna sell this house. I'm not gonna live in Summit, New Jersey anymore. I'm gonna live in an apartment in fucking Colonia, New Jersey, and I'm gonna build back up to happiness, not fucking facade, I'm good, but then later, you're not good. Yeah, yeah. That's what I believe. If you think Summit, New Jersey is class, <laughs> you got a lot to learn about the world, buddy. <laughs> I, think, I think that that is beautifully said, man. I think that is beautifully said. They need to find the thing that they're excited about. And that's not easy. And that's the other thing. It's like, we assume that it's easy. For you and I, we probably fell into it. We knew the m things more or less that excited us. And then we like gravitated towards but those there was things. a lot. But what people don't understand was there was a lot of shit that came along with that. Yeah, it, dude, this shit is hard. Like, but like, excitement doesn't mean that we don't have to go through hard things. I look forward to hardship because I'm excited about getting through it. I'm, now you're in that zone. I'm talking about when... You know, I don't know for you, but you know, being a child and having your entire childhood, every adult that you came across telling you that you're gonna fail in life mm -hmm. is not an easy path. Mm -hmm. Every teacher, every friend's parent, because they knew I was a DNF student, looking me dead in the face, I'm fucking nine. Yeah. I'm 11. Yeah. I got fucking grown fucking ass 45 year old teachers in the 80s and 90s pulling me aside as a 13 year old and saying, you are gonna be a garbage man. You you are you, you I know. Yeah, yeah. Why do you think I did it? <laughs> they were right. I was like, they nailed it. <laughs> but yeah, big yeah, shout out, you Doctor. Got hey, Doctor DeBella, you got one, dick face. <laughs> you know, like fuck, like you know, like man, you know when I do that shit, you know where my brain just went, like, man, I wonder if Doctor DeBella's grandkids are like, oh fuck, why they shit up my grandpa? You know, <laughs> um, uh, he's dead because he deserved it. Oh yeah. my face, God. Big face, Junior, Junior. But I think, but I think, I think it's really. Fast. Fascinating. Yeah. I think it's super interesting that, you know, like everything comes with a price. And I, like, this is why I have no interest in judging. When I'm like, oh, these people are lazy at home. All my, you know, Gary, right? Like, you worked hard. Tell them they're fucking lazy. I'm, it's not even about that. I'm yeah. not judging you. Do you. Do you. Like, as if. Like, when we're all laying on our dead bed, yeah. right? I promise you, you're not like, man, 
I wonder what Johnny Pants 47 from 2022 on TikTok's yeah. doing. Yeah. Don't give a fuck about that shit. Yeah. I'd like other people to be happy because I'm happy. But if you're unhappy, uh, what? Yeah. Like what? It's, like, it's what easy to be can, lazy. It's, it's hard. Like what am I supposed to go to your house and give you money? Like what? No, don't give a shit. It's just easy to be lazy when you don't love the thing. And then when you do love the I know thing, I got it's D, hard brother, to be lazy. I got D's and F's. I understand it the most. Yeah. I had I had nothing for school. Every teacher, my pa my mom, who's my hero, she's yeah. like, can you just get C's? If you fucking gave one hour a day, you would get C's? I'm like, nah, too lazy. Mm. I know people laying in bed, shitting on people at 5.45 in the afternoon, saying you suck because they're out there doing and you're unhappy. I know what that life is. I lived it. Yeah. It was me saying you suck to school. Yeah. I was like, fuck you, system. I'm not conforming. Yeah. You got all these other fuckers that you're going to make into employees. Yeah. Seriously, I wish I was making videos. You think these videos are good? If I had social media at 13, I would have been dropping profound ass shit as a 13 year old. <laughs> I would have because like I was what? already, I was in that life. I was like, this school is bullshit. And by the way, in 1988, people yeah. didn't have school figured out yet. They also didn't have flashlights. <laughs> they didn't have school figured out. That's true. We all thought it was right. College degree. They had us fooled. Yeah. College degree. Made a, it meant a little more back then though. Like correct. Back then it did mean correct. a lot. Now no, I no, see no, no, correct. Yeah. All of it. I love that you could be a triple fraud, declare bankruptcy and start over, but you can't come come declare bankruptcy against a student loan. That's all you need to know about the game. <laughs> yeah. You can be a triple fraud in jail three times, four time, yeah, yeah, go bankrupt, yeah. clean it on some bankruptcy shit, but if you have a $37,000 bill to the University of Indiana, <laughs> you it can't, up, fam. <laughs> yeah. it's interest until you're dead. Yeah. And when you die, we're gonna get your grandkids for that money. Oh shit, is yeah, that true? Even it follows you after death. My dad will always laugh at Get out of here. Yeah. yeah. Your college loans. If you don't pay them off, they go to your kids or your parents or whoever, it goes. They're it, getting that money. It's true, right? Yeah, I'm a true. little undereducated on that part. I'm pretty sure that's the way it is. Well, listen, my dad used to always tell me. Here's all I know. People need to become more self-aware and become more focused group of one, meaning don't worry about what Schultz's doing or I'm doing or college. Plenty of people should go to college, crush, and be happy. Just figure out what the fuck makes you happy. Mm. It is tough. A lot of people don't know. A lot of people I know. 40 years old, 45 years old, don't know. How do you That's, identify it? I think first you have to like accept the truth that it's happening, right? Like one of the things that motivates me to continue to do things like this is I'm hoping one fucker, one, one person's listening right now while they're on the treadmill, walking the dog, watching it, and you, I don't know, you know, is like, this is true and I'm gonna do it, right? First it's I'm unhappy. Because what people are doing, back to deflecting or recategorizing, all the hate they're spilling is making them realize that they're not unhappy. Mm. The reason they don't realize they're unhappy is because they're deploying unhappiness on others. Mm -hmm. They think they're right. <laughs> no, they're just keeping it real. Right. <laughs> Andrew, I'm unhappy. <laughs> we know, Dove. Look at you. <laughs> by the time we're done with this podcast, there's not going to be anybody in this room. It's over. I really, but you know, back to coping mechanisms, whatever that escapism is, right? Like watching Netflix, playing video games, drugs, alcohol. Uh, but the one that is really most prominent because everyone's living their life publicly now is spending time consuming and telling people you don't like them. That's getting the poison out. It's a form of therapy, mm -hmm. but it's defense. Right. It does, so the way to do it is like, this combo is real. I actually am unhappy. The next 
The next one is building a relationship with humility. If you're in a place where you define yourself as unhappy and you're really actually ready to make a change, most people aren't capable of taking the judgment from their circle yeah. on their move. Yeah. Mm. You know, that little earlier thing of like selling a home you bought and moving your family into an apartment in a less nice neighborhood. Hard to do. Is almost impossible. Hard yeah. to right? do. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody wants to, whoa, what, ha what happened? Yeah. yeah. I don't know what happened, Dick. What, what's going on in your life? Don't worry about my life. Right. People don't have that gear. Yeah. People don't have gear. that gear. They are more worried about the people in the stands booing them than they are worried about what they're doing on the field. Yeah. For me, I've always associated my career and my moves like an athlete. This is what I'm doing. Some will go well, some will go poorly, but I don't have really time for you best friends, family, that are watching, eating popcorn, and judging what I'm doing on the field. You go on the field. Mm. Mm. But most people have got a sister they look up to, got a neighbor. Yeah, it's rooted in insecurity, like you said. 100%. You gotta please, you gotta please these people. This is all about Community that. means so much, too. I mean, It means so much. Yeah. And was... you love these people. So, by the way, sometimes they're not even poisonous. You just don't want to look bad in front of them because you love them so much. Yeah. It's not even that your mom's fucked up or fuck you. You know, it's actually you care about them so much you don't want to let them down. Yeah. So when you started this, you said your parents took a lot, uh, took a lot of heat. You took a lot of heat. Was it hard for your mom to let you? I'm gonna go to garage sales. No, and make my, no, that's little shit. My mom did bigger shit. I'm an immigrant in the '80s. Yes. Yeah, so Every Russian Jewish kid is fucking getting straight A's. Everyone's going to Harvard and fucking Princeton and Yale. If you suck, you're going to NYU. Mm -hmm. And I'm out here getting D's and F's. Like community colleges are laughing at me. Yeah. Mm. yeah. For my mom to not give a fuck what all the other mothers thought, that's when she won, which made me win. I'm just, by the way, the reason I'm rolling through society, Gary, I don't even think it's me. All these accolades, when I get all these roses, they feel so good because I'm like, my mom. You're giving me roses and I'm just, I'm getting all this goat emojis in the fucking comments and I'm just calling my mom I'm like, mom, you made me a goat. You're the fucking goat. I don't, I'm a pass through. Mm -hmm. What about dad? Does dad get any love? He does. Yeah. Yeah. He, he does. He does. I don't think he knows. I didn't notice that. Uh, immigrant I, I, dad. So yeah. it's like a different. No, no, you know no, I mean, no, no. Jewish, well, like, Jewish immigrant. Hey, no, no. Hey, let, hey, me, hey. let me give my dad a really? huge prop. Let me give my dad. He an loves old... you, but he don't got to tell you. Well, he Is definitely. That... My dad actually, you know, listen. <laughs> no, 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 no. In a good way. My dad actually tells me a lot that he loves. Like, like my dad comes through on that power. Here's my dad actually. You know, I always say this to my dad. Those emotional my, my, my Russian dad worked dads. Every minute. I didn't see my dad until I was 14 years old. I have less than five memories of my dad under 14. He slept in the same house as me every night. That's how much he worked. Wow. Mm. Every minute. So, you know, I feel like I was built in those 15, Do you have 14, brothers and sisters? Younger. Did a couple other things. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, did a couple of, mom and dad. <laughs> I found condoms when I was 10. I was like, ah. A lot of times he wasn't using the condoms. So <laughs> fair enough. In mind. Um, dad did a big ass thing actually. What'd he do? One of the reasons I'm empathetic when people are like, yo, fuck Gary V. Like, he's full of shit. I, for some reason in my stomach, I think he fucking is a piece of shit. I'm like, you know, I get it. And I'll tell Wait, you why. why. I'll tell you why. What dad did, which 
which is why when I talk to mom and dad, and we're like, my parents are only 20 years older than me. So we're like friends. Yeah. You know, that's one of the great things of having young parents. I know everybody's listening that has that. Like, especially when you get to like 25 and they're 45, it's just like, these guys are 20 years younger than me. Like, I'm like, and we're the same, right, guys? Right? You know, so it's really cool. Like, the and we're real close. We came over from the old country together. Yeah. I were, you know, my dad was a, Worked every minute. I was the oldest, so I was my mom's right hand. Yeah. Then I came into the business and completely blew it up for my dad. So yeah. we're real intertwined. Yeah. I I always tell my dad, I'm like, yeah, I always give mom the rose. I'm like, but dad, and I, I do this at times, the thing you did is actually super crazy because I came in at 14 to work at my dad's liquor store and I was already lemonade stand, shoveling snow, fucking baseball card, hustler jersey boy, AKA, I'll say anything for the sale, anything. Mm. So I came into my dad's liquor store and my dad's like, that's the important wine to sell. And people would come in and I'd be like, yo, you should buy this. And they're like, why? I'm like, look, I tried it, it's phenomenal. I'm 14, I look seven. <laughs> I didn't try shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do anything, just buy it. Yeah, I'll yeah. Fuck, take my arm, cause you'll win the lotto. I didn't give yeah. a fuck what came out of my mouth. NFTs. Yeah, my yeah, dad yeah. is such an honorable dude. Uh, my dad thinks if you embell, if you said, if if you got to know my dad, yeah. and my dad's like, "How was the show last night?" Yeah. and you're like, "It was crazy." There was fifteen thousand people there. He'd be like, "There was yeah. fourteen thousand nine hundred thirty-two." <laughs> and he's scary. My dad's got these eyebrows that are in permanent mean mode. Yeah. <laughs> right, Jason. My dad's scary. Yeah. My dad's scary. So I was scared as fuck. And we were immigrants, so like there used to be a belt that hung above at the top of the. I grew up in Russia the first 10 years of my life. Yeah. So when I was a kid, above the door, there was, was a, a nail and on, a belt. But on some like the guy from Kill Bill shit or? I didn't watch Kill Bill. But <laughs> on some, my mom's, like when I would act ruckus when I was eight, my right. mom would be like. Whoa. And that meant dad's going to come home, take that belt and smack your ass. Oh. So my mom. How many of your five memories are you getting your ass beat? Zero, yeah. because okay. ironically, then I got to know my dad. It was my mom that was more willing to beat ass than my dad. Oh. But I didn't know my dad, and my mom's a fucking marketing genius, and she created my dad out to be fucking the worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's gonna kill you. Yeah. So I was scared to do anything wrong. Did you ever hear those slaps like when everybody was asleep, though? Oh like gosh. when oh all the God. <laughs> look, he's look, I'm talking a lot. He's looking for his moments. I was scared. <laughs> <laughs> ah, my man. Anyway, final thought on that. Yeah. Like, you know, my dad fucking changed my career. I believe that what some of the people that have a lot of pain want me to be when they yeah. judge me on social is actually something I could have been had I not had a phenomenal father who completely from 14 to 16 sucked everything out of me that was bullshit and taught me that. My dad teaching me word is bond changed my life. Mm. I had too much gift of gab, too much charisma, too much ability to communicate that I could have been off the reservation doing the cliche wrong shit for my personality type. I just got super fortunate that I had a father that is visceral, visceral to lying, hates embellishment. Mm. Embellishment's like good, it's like a little sauce. Nope, not for dad. And it really changed the course of my life. And again, all of these things we just talked about is why I just kind of roll life neutral. I'm so, I have so much self-esteem that my mom put in me that I don't give a fuck what any of you think and that's real. Mm. Comma, I, I, I can't hear anything because I'm just doing everything and anything good, so everything bad that comes to me, I'm like, fuck you, fuck you. Mm -hmm. And everything good that comes to me, all the clapping, I'm like, that's my parents. So I'm just in the middle, like a neutral state. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Before you go, I want to ask one immigrant question. Mm-hmm. Okay, go. I lo- I've seen some of your videos on being an immigrant, how fortunate that is. Yes. Love it. Now, you said something about how every generation after you is softer. Yes. I feel like I see that with my people. You probably see that. Well, yeah. Russians are probably so hard as fuck. <laughs> but how do you curb that? Is there a solution? Because my kids, I do worry, are going to be soft little little baby shits. couple things. One, you can't fake environment. This is a very big thing for all the parents that are struggling with this. You can't send your kids to Africa for a week to build schools and think when they come back and are flying private planes and live on the Upper East Side and go to private schools and live in the Hamptons that they're gonna get perspective. Mm, yeah. You can't fake environment. I believe what I've learned, and in, as I had kids and then I was like, wait a minute, this is gonna happen for me? I kind of locked in and looked around on the people I knew best and I'm like, why are they completely fucked up and why are they so <laughs> solid even though they came up with so much? I think the biggest thing that I believe helps they're gonna be softer, but that's okay. Are they capable of being kind and appreciative? Becomes, are they entitled and think they're special because of your money? Or are they empathetic, kind, and aware and navigate their life on that? And do they have their own self-esteem around them? Because a lot of people struggle with, like look, if one of my kids, two kids are an entrepreneur, they're gonna get murdered by society. They're right. gonna be like, your dad did that. Mm. And that sucks. Yeah. Like, I think it's a much bigger advantage to come build your own thing than to be in a position, like everyone's like, oh, they're so lucky. What? But that's, that's your ego. 100%. Because they could have said that about you with your dad and then you blew that shit out the water so they could blow you out the water. 100%. They could actually buy the jets. Look, everybody, <laughs> they, yeah. could. they could. They could if they have self-esteem. Because if you don't have self-esteem, to your point, mm-hmm. then that judgment destroys you. Well, that's on you and uh, your wife. A hundred percent. Those are, you got to build. But guess what? Lots of parents through the years have had huge, had huge good ambitions mm-hmm. to their kids. And DNA is a motherfucker. DNA is a motherfucker. DNA is a. You mo- can't like, control everything. 100%. DNA is a yeah. fucking mother. And circumstance, you might get one. You know, environment matters. Every one of us right here would be stunned how much a single best friend. In third, fourth, fifth, Huge. sixth grade, yeah. meant something. 100%. Huge, or you meant something. Yeah, and it's just cool like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, final question because yeah. I know you got to get out of here. In a way, your currency is your ability to predict these trends. As you get more successful, do you feel an increased pressure to be right in the same way a Warren Buffett? needs to be mm. right every time. He's moving so much money. Yep. You're giving influence yep. to so many other influential, successful people. Being wrong in a big way could hurt maybe your relationship with them. How do you, one, do you feel that stress? And two, how do you cope with that stress? Really? I just want to recall the clip where I said this show was funny and entertaining, <laughs> grounded in intellect. That was an incredibly insightful question. Couple things. One, I feel no stress about it, but let me tell you why. Mm. I know, I don't think, I know that I'm not in the predicting business. Meaning, um, I've never predicted anything. What I am is probably no, you know, this is why I think I've always loved comedians. I would argue that an overlap that you and I have is social observing. (laughs) We have to Mm -hmm. for our material. Sure. Right? Yeah, yeah. What I do for a living is I'm a, human anthropologist watching people move and then using my talents to synthesize thoughts 
But what I do with my predicting in, in business, which is really where I do it, everything had already happened. NFT, I, I looked at CryptoKitties in 2017. Hmm. Nothing I ever talk about is Nostradamus, is predicting. All of it is fastest observation to truth and willing to bet the farm, thus being loud on it. Mm. Once I have my conviction, I'm there. As a matter of fact, this is a very weird thing that I, I, I hope we can clip this. There was a boxer named Julian Jackson in the 80s. I loved him. He was a fucking terror. He had like a Patrick Ewing flat top and this motherfucker, if he punched people, knocked them out so heavy it was crazy. Mm. Like more than Tyson. I'm telling you, please go to YouTube, Google Julian Jackson, look at this fucker. Look at this dude, look at this dude. Look at that 46 and one with 43 knockouts. Scroll down, just a little bit. Look at that, 46 and one, 43 knockouts. This guy in a post game once, in a post game, you gotta watch him, they're crazy. They're they're not normal knockouts Hmm. for boxing. After one fight, he said something. I'll never forget it, I must've been like 12 or 13. He goes, I think he's Jamaican if I'm remembering right. So he has a nice solid little accent and he goes, the announcer's like, how'd you do it? And he goes, you don't understand. He goes, when my hand connects with a man's jaw and I get this feeling in my elbow, no man can ever get up. <laughs> yeah, it was some gangster shit. I, 40, 30 years later, I'm affected by that. If I, do my so, if I do my human anthropology work and I have my eureka moment, Musical.ly's gonna be big. It's next, aka TikTok. Uber is gonna work. Look what just happened in New York. I can't believe it's working here. NFTs. Gonna. You. If I do my work and I feel that click, I will never be wrong because I haven't for 35 years. I sold all my baseball cards because I was at a baseball card show in 1993. Normal my life, doing 15, 20 of them a year. I'm sitting there. The doors open at this high bridge fire station. Three people walk in, I listen to one conversation, and I turn to my best friend Brandon and say I'm selling all my baseball cards and sold the whole collection, and six months later the whole market collapsed. What was the combo? It was just two guys, the way they were talking, the passion was gone. It was over. And, And then I put all my money into toys which ended up being right. I bought all these Star Wars from the 70s and all these Transformers and I ended up being so right. eBay came out two years later, the whole thing popped off. Comic-Con culture took over. I was so right. It's what I'm good at. Kobe's good at what he was great at. Beyonce's good at what she's good at. I'm going to be one of the greatest entrepreneurs of all time, not because I'm saying it, because fucking my parents had sex without a condom in Belarus (laughs) in 19-fucking-75 at the exact right second and then a lot of other shit happened along the way and just here I am and guess what? Who gives a fuck? I'm gonna die, have 24 hours of trending on whatever the fuck Twitter is of the day and then everybody's gonna go on with their normal fucking life. Mm. So I don't think I'm great because of it. Who gives a shit? But it is what it is and so I feel no pressure because I'm great at what I do. I felt more pressure coming up because it was how I got here. <laughs> <laughs> I needed all those. Yeah. I didn't have a Harvard degree. You had I was a hits. street kid. Yeah. I was a liquor. I had. I needed all those to get to this moment. Now yeah. it's easy, but I value my legacy so much that I will never compromise it for any bag. If fuck, fucking some Saudi 
plus Russian plus China transformer comes to me. The three fucking <laughs> wealthiest <laughs> people from that company and they fucking in front of me turn into a fucking Power Ranger and they're like, we'll give you 73 trillion in cash if you just tell everybody that you know oxygen should be bought like water was. We saw the Schultz thing and you should do that. I'd be like, fuck you transformer and leave because if I don't believe it, the fuck? I, I had enough money when I made 100,000 a year. This isn't about the money anymore. This is about getting into the fucking entrepreneurial hall of fame. That means your word, your legacy, your actions, your execution. That's what I'm on. Amen. Fire. Gary V, ladies and gentlemen. Thank Tell you. them where they can find you, even though they already know. <laughs> they know. All right. Thank you so much for coming, brother. I appreciate you. Appreciate it. Peace.